1: to leave a message but the truth is I don't really care I've had this hotline open for months and not one of you jokers have what it takes to be famous like me so leave a message if you want but don't expect a call back I've got way more important things to do than to waste my time on losers like Masquerida Sagrada and you all thank you and have a nice day Hey there, folks, and welcome back to the Grave Consequences podcast. My name is Caleb Baldwin, and you can follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb, and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer Greg at XMaserati. Follow the show at GC underscore Cast. As always, check out everything here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Search for that wherever you download your podcast, and check me out every Wednesday night after AEW Dynamite on Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. That is a hero-based podcast this week pardon me the 23rd so the night before this episode drops you will be able to listen to me and eddie review a movie called the fendor it's a canadian film with woody harrelson and kat dennings it's not bad woody harrelson kind of goes full something something robert Downey jr may have said in tropic thunder but, Greg, if you don't mind, I think we can get right into it, man.
2: Well, you actually, I need to stop you. Who? What? It's a superhero movie with Kat Dennings and Woody Harrelson.
1: Yes, it's called Defendor. Is
2: what's, what? What kind of superhero is he?
1: No, it's, he's like a uh, crazy man who's trying to be a superhero. Like, it's very reality based, you know.
2: Good. Was it a good movie though?
1: It was. It was fine. It was fine. Okay. I like Kat Denix. Yeah, she's, she's bae. So, so do we, uh, do we want to get started on uh, season three, episode four, entitled Brothers in Broken Arms? Sure. All right. With that, Sexy Star is in the locker room and she is visited by Dario Cueto. And Dario says, hey, like, you got two choices here. You can keep defending your gift to the gods and ultimately probably lose it. Or you could, you know, if you really don't have all that fear that you talk about not having, turn in your gift of the gods and face my brother. But you know, if, if I if I were if, if I were wanting to make a safe bet, I'd say keep defending the gift of the gods.
2: Don't but they the have star... a time limit though before they have to give it up?
1: No. No, none okay. that has been established. Okay. The sexy star is <sighs> then told, Hey, you know, you gotta you gotta Atomicos match tonight. You're teaming with the Lucha friends. So we got the trios champions and the gift of the gods champion teaming against the worldwide underground. That's right, PJ Black, Jack Evans, Taya, and of course the leader, Johnny Mundo. And Dario leaves and says, Hey, I'm afraid I have to go. Nice, nice little troll job there by by Dario. <laughs> yeah. Johnny by the way rushes into this locker room looking for Taya and he's like oh wait hey you know what i never introduced myself to you i'm Johnny Mundo and by the way i'm going to be the next gift of the gods champion so so Johnny's just like calling his shot right there
2: as he i mean it's Johnny Mundo it's what he would do yeah,
1: it is what he would do yes
2: has he he says he'd never talked to sexy before
1: uh, so he claimed yeah which
2: Haven't they had matches before?
1: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I want to say they've
2: interacted a few times, but I could be completely wrong. I mean, it has been three seasons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The chimps play us back in, and our first match of the night, Siniestro de la Muerte versus Prince Puma. And by the way, Vampiro, here's a piece of dramatic irony. We, the audience, know that Vampiro is trying to gain an influence of some sort on Prince Puma. Matt Stryker doesn't know that, and Vampira says, "You know what? I, I like, I like what Puma's doing right now. I like what he's got going on.
2: I liked it too. I, I would, I love this side of Puma. I mean, he was very yeah, technical, very, methodical. I like. This is very, very like kill very shots. Stressed. Very. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. I was saying he was very aggressive as well.
2: Very methodical. He picked his shots. I love that kind of wrestling. That mm. you know, just. The the technical shooter stuff. I, I love this match. I, I love this version of Puma too. Very yeah. dark. He, I like the color of his tights too. Like I like everything about it. I like he, the match. Yeah, I mean this is this is rebrand. This is basically what they should have done with Pentagon. They had Puma lose his match against Ray, which we disagreed with. But then now they're rebranding him. Now they're fixing him. What mm-hmm. are they doing with Pentagon? They rebranded them. They fixed him before they before they you know gave him the booster. <laughs> so he's just
1: wandering around sick. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right, man. Um <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, by the way, Mil Morithes runs in during the match and tries to tries to I don't know if he's trying to like get the DQ. He lost for Sinestro or if he like just didn't even think about it, wanted to hit Puma, Puma ducked him. But then Mil runs out of the ring. So maybe he just wanted to get a distraction, but the distraction wasn't enough. Puma survived it, and nailed a spinning cradle pile driver.
2: Puma's the man.
1: He is he, the man. he's their ace. And you know what's even better is after he nails it, he he doesn't he doesn't take the pin. He he gets up, gets gets uh, Sinestro up, hits a flatliner on the Aztec seal for the win. Yep. What a badass, staring right at Mil Muertes as he hits the flatliner. Prince Puma then topes onto the outside, onto Mil Muertes, and Mil is once again pulled back by Katrina. What is Katrina doing?
2: Picking her battles. Mm-hmm. It's, it, basically, Puma has the high ground, you yeah. know, for one okay. and two. I mean, yeah, Puma's a little worn out from the match, but he's got the, he's amped up. He already kind of threw Mil out of the ring once she's she likes to pick her battles like it's it's predatorial like why fight a fair fight
1: yeah for sure for sure Uh. (laughs) after this by the way castro goes to dario's office and dario comes in and hugs castro tightly of course dario knows that castro is a cop castro knows that dario killed cisco dario says like hey you know what i miss cisco i miss bail i miss rick but at least I got you and you know what we're going to find the guy responsible for Cisco's death and he tells he tells Castro, "Hey, go win this for Mr. Cisco because the show must go on." And Dario winks at Castro and apparently this is a bonus match that was unannounced. But Castro didn't have an idea and I got to ask, do, uh, do you think Castro knows that Dario knows that Castro's a cop?
2: Not yet. And if Castro was smart, he'd be like, how does Dario know that, you know... What's his name? Cisco was murdered. Yeah. How does he know that? He he might... He, I think he's kind of, like, guess... He's kind of thinking that. He's wondering.
1: Yeah, uh, but, but he, it's, he like, doesn't... it's like a you-gotta-play-it-cool situation.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure how much he believes it's the case, but I, I he's... He, I, I think he knows something's up. I'll say that. Like yeah. He knows something's off.
1: Yeah. Anyway, we got Castro, Cortez Castro versus Pentagon Dark.
2: And yeah, Matt
1: Striker pointed out, like, hey, like, imagine one, having a match with Pentagon Dark and two, not knowing that you're going to have a match with Pentagon Dark.
2: Pentagon has basically become the rancor for uh, fucking Dario. Yeah. He's just a monster. Another monster he can unleash on you because he he has he's aimless just like just like Ray pointed out he has all he has is enemies he doesn't even have a coach anymore or a master he's just mindlessly hurting everyone around them
0: you know that's it
1: yeah for sure for sure this man was a short match. It ends with a package pile driver, and then Pentagon breaks the arm of Cortez Castro. Pentagon gets on the mic and he warns Chavo and he warns Azteca, hey, whichever one he two wins, you're gonna suffer the exact same fate of what Castro suffered here because I am Pentagon Junior e Yo soy cerro Miero.
2: They're trying to build him back up, but, as a fan of Pentagon, I'm still hurt for. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, his match. What's Batonza. his face? Batanza? yeah. It's yeah. it's hard to buy back in. Like, when you like a wrestler and you're kind of just underwhelmed with a finish, mm-hmm. it really does hurt.
1: Yeah. So after this, we got our Atomico's match, the Lucha Friends and Sexy Star, the Trios Champion and the, the Gods Champion against the Worldwide Underground. And I noticed a lot of this was Sexy Star as the face in peril. Like, most of this was Sexy Star in this match, just getting beat up.
2: Yeah, they might have been trying to enforce the storyline, like her day, her times with the uh, Gifted Gods championship is coming soon, or it's going to end soon. So yeah. it could they could have done it for a lot of reasons. She also, well, I, I think there's a lot of
1: reasons why they did that.
2: I'll let you continue with the match, though, before I give the other reasons.
1: No, you're good, you're good. By the way, Sexy was going to get the win with, looks like some type of, like, a backpack stunner type of thing. And then Johnny kicks her in the face, and Jack Evans gets the win with a backslide and a bridging backslide as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's why she was taking a lot of the offenses, because that's easier to make her take the pin without looking weak. Okay. Because she she doesn't look weak in taking the pin, because she got kicked in the freaking face, and then Jack Evans did some, you know... What's what's Josh call it the, the luchador grappling? Yes. I forget what he called it.
1: I'm not sure.
2: Ah, oh, damn! It's gonna drive me crazy. But he did a very tactical cradle, you know, type capture pin. So like it's, you know, leverage wise, he should have been able to pin her, and she just yeah. got kicked in the face. So no one looked weak in defeat here.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, oh, by the way, Taya was hurt at the end of the match. If, is that a, is that a gimmick thing or is that like legit?
2: You know, I forgot to look it up, but I think it was, I don't know if she's injured, injured, but I think her like, I think she was really in pain. Okay. Cause they weren't gloating. They weren't doing anything. Yeah. I, they were really checking on her and she was screaming and she was holding her shit. It, it looked, she'd be the best fucking worker. If she, if she worked, if she, if she pulled one over on us, but. It looked real to me. It's real to me, damn it.
1: No, I'm, I'm sorry. I just saw something really, really heavy on Facebook. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even be scrolling right now. I do apologize. After this, by the way, we cut to Mil Muertes and Katrina. And Sinestro is on his knees in front of them. And Katrina says, like, hey, Sinestro failed us for the last time. She snaps his neck. His essence goes away and then goes like into Mil Moretes, from what I saw.
2: Yeah, she sucks it out and basically shotguns it back into Mill.
1: She she snowballs it into Mill. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> so Mill just got a little bit more powerful for what it's worth.
2: That's what they want you to believe in in kayfabe. In so because yeah. he's kind of been Puma's been giving it to him,
1: so now he needs a little bit of a power up. Yeah, exactly. Needs a, needs a power pack, for sure. Yep. On to our main event of the evening. We've got El Dragon Azteca Jr. versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. with our special referee, Rey Mysterio Jr. A lot of junior going on in here, man.
2: A lot of junior, but a lot of technical veteran type, you know, mm-hmm. hold for hold kind of stuff, which I love. I mean, there's not really a lot. That I remember to say about this match is just if you like that kind of wrestling, it was uh, crisp. It was very crisp. it was very clean. Uh, and yeah. I think they were trying to tell the story of junior s as- of uh, Dragon Azteca. you know, he's not as green as Chavo thinks he is, and he can he can rise and he can outsmart the fox, you know that's that's what the yeah. whole sto- whole story is right here.
1: no, you're. You were absolutely right. You were absolutely right. And you know what's funny is Chavo ultimately cost himself the match. I believe he kind of blamed Ray for maybe a slow count, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yeah, he started. Excuse me. I think we're both tired, but he started getting in Ray's face. And this is, it was actually kind of smart on his end, if you're looking at it from Chavo's point of view, because he wants the win, but he's also kind of like, he kind of wants to poke at Ray. He wants to kind of hurt and torture him like hey i'm beating up your boy hey you know if you if you let your boy win he's gonna fight pentagon pentagon's gonna break his arm you know he is so you could let me win are you know you upset your student and, and by doing the same thing by letting me win are you let your student win and, and he gets you know his arm broken by pentagon so it's kind of like chavo's in a win-win situation in his eyes
1: yeah, in his eyes, he's in a win-win situation, and in Ray, Ray is in a lose-lose situation.
2: Exactly. That's why I like this story, uh, this match. It's yeah. There's there's a lot, a lot of layers to it. In very basic layers, very simplistic storytelling layers, but there's nothing wrong with it. And simple is good.
1: hmm So, after Chavo attacks Ray, Ray attacks him. Azteca takes advantage, and Azteca gets the win.
2: Yep, it was very good. Do you remember what kind of pin it was? Because I, I missed it actually.
1: I wish I could remember. I am so sorry, dude. I don't remember either. But Azteca got the win.
2: Oh, it was and... a Hurricane Rana. It was a Hurricane yes. Rana.
1: Yes, there we go. And then after that, Chavo eats a six-one-nine, so he gets to powder. And Rey Mysterio raises the hand of his protege.
2: He wins, but he loses. So now he's got to fight Pentagon.
1: Yep exactly then we cut to the black lotus who is standing amongst her triad who is she She is going to send to the temple to destroy pentagon dark so we are not done with the black lotus unfortunately
2: unfortunately but it is going to be her best match yeah she's yeah. only she only has two <laughs> yeah and they're both good i liked her match with dragon and stack it was surprisingly good I think it's telling that we haven't seen her in a different promotion since then.
1: Yeah, I would agree. But, but. with that, that's actually the end of the episode. How are we going to grade this one, Greg?
2: I'm give it a B minus.
1: B minus. I'm thinking, yeah, B minus sounds right. It, this is a little better than last week's episode.
2: Yeah, I, I want to say uh, I gave the other last week's episode a slightly better grade, but that was subjective reasons I liked. This one is good, but. You kind of could skip it and be all right. If you don't care about Dragon's Tekka's storyline and, you know, Puma's storyline is good, but, I mean, like, you know, you could skip this part. He beats Sinestro Del... whatever.
1: De La Muerte.
2: De La Muerte. Like, it's just... It's a good episode, but a lot of it's forgettable.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately. But, you know what? But that, you know what, quite frankly, if you're going to fail Mil Muertes multiple times, you are probably going to suffer grave consequences.